Time Again for the Insider with Chuck Walla and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership. I'm Chuck Walla, former Senate Majority Leader. And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. Well, Scott, now they are into our insider piece of the action. We're talking about redistricting today. So what did we learn from the oral arguments and what do you see happening going forward on this redistricting case that's in front of the Wisconsin Supreme Court? Well, I think it's pretty clear that a majority of the Wisconsin Supreme Court thinks the map should be overturned. Um, they're just trying to wrestle with the question of how they're going to create new maps for the state of Wisconsin. And so uh, you heard them talk about things like, are we going to draw our own maps? Should we uh, let parties, interested parties, submit maps and pick from them? Should we do it just ourselves? Should we bring in experts to help us analyze these sort of maps? Uh, these are the sort of questions that I think I asked the court to think about 22 years ago and then just uh, two years ago about, gee, if you're actually going to start to get into this business, you should actually have a process and a set of principles and for how you're going to be doing it. So they're wrestling with that question. But I think it's pretty clear they intend to overturn the maps that we have. They just needed a good excuse. I think the lawyers for uh, the Democrats essentially um, found a good excuse uh, for the court. Um, that doesn't involve the federal government uh, and the federal constitution. So I think they're just going to overturn these maps. Um, and I think there was one other thing you heard in the oral arguments was that um, though some had suggested that everyone should have to run in the 2024 election, not only all of the members of the assembly, but all the members of the state Senate when only normally half of them are up, but justice, uh, Protosei, which I believe was the one who said that would be an extreme answer and would be essentially nullifying the results of an election uh, in the middle of someone's term and asking them to run again. So um, I, I think they're wrestling with these questions about how are we going to draw the maps, but it's pretty clear that they intend to overturn the existing maps and Wisconsin's elections uh, will be running on new uh, legislators will be running on new maps in 2024. I think I agree with almost everything Scott said there. Let me take his last point first, because there has been much attention, at least in the insider circles that Scott and I are part of. We did this 20 some years ago in front of a federal court, three judge panel. But I think what uh, Justice Prosevitz raised, there are a couple of ways to address that. One is to simply put them all up or the other is to renumber the districts so that there is a district that that odd-numbered senator represents, but it may not be where they are. And by the way, that is possible because when you redraw lines, sometimes people get into districts that they wouldn't otherwise be in. And I think that the court has a particular mandate here because this is such a gerrymandered map and the town island issue, which Scott identified, the lawyers have identified as the, as the standalone issue for Wisconsin. But I think that what may happen is that the districts may be renumbered and some people may have to move if they want to represent those odd number districts. So interesting there. Let's talk about the rest of this. How do they do that? Let me give you the roadmap that I think they may well follow. Now, by the way, this is not anything that's unanimous on the progressive or democratic side. I think that the plaintiffs here have asked for a special master. I think that would be very foolish. And I don't think the Supremes will want to delegate the essentials of this function to a special master. Here's what I see happening. If I were them, I would say, gee, I need some technical help here, and I could even use some opinion help, but I don't need somebody to make a decision for me. 
If I were the court, here's what I would do. And, and I think there's a good chance they may do this because it's, it's really pretty natural to look at it this way. Why not use the Legislative Reference Bureau, which is a nonpartisan entity at the state level that has provided services related to this for state government in the past, rather than a special master? Technical help. Why not go to two or three professors from UW-Madison, UW-Class, Milwaukee? Uh, you know, maybe they find a, a Republican uh, uh, professor and have them give information. And then what I would do if I were to court is I would go out to the public and I would say, and let's say they make a decision in the next couple of weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, we have found that there are town islands and this thing has to be redrawn. And we would like to see maps from as broad a population as possible. And we want all of you to make maps and deliver them to us, whether you're a good government group, whether you're a partisan group, whether you're just an individual citizen, submit them to us by December 31st. And we anticipate having a decision from our court no later than January 15th. That would put them in a timeliness area. It would give them all sorts of maps to look at. There are people in every corner of this state are drawing maps. And they will be able to winnow that down to a few reasonable maps that make sense. They will not take the most partisan Democratic map. They will not take the most partisan Republican map. But I think they will get a good result. And they will not have delegated their essential function to a special master who might put them in a position where someone says, you didn't really decide this. You didn't make this decision, it was a special master. No, we did this after looking at the advice that we got from several professors across the state of Wisconsin. We got maps from people across the state of Wisconsin, and we have come to a solution with regard to the number of districts that allows the citizens of this state to have legislators representing them who represent the partisan makeup of the state, but we are in a fairness in the maps, in spite of the fact that we are going to avoid somehow making odd-numbered senators have to be up for election next year, although they may have to move to get into their district. I think that could be the middle ground solution that might bring the court together. Chuck Walla, champion of the middle ground solution. Um, well, we'll see what exactly what the court does here. What I find interesting is that the rationale for overturning the maps um, is this town island issue. Um, and when you and I drew maps 22 years ago, we had town islands just like they did. I had town islands in my district as a state legislator um, in the entire time that I was in the legislature. I think both the federal courts and state courts for the last 40, 50 years have said, and no one's ever raised the question before, like this is this is not contiguous. You have these little little islands. Sometimes nobody even lives in them that uh, are not actually part of this district, but part of a district next door. Um, it's kind of fascinating. We sixty years, the last 50, 60 years of drawing maps, no one has brought this issue up before, and it's now going to be the reason that they use to overturn the maps. Scott, that is a really good point, and you know. I have waited so long for there to be a question that is at the intersection of the legislative and judicial branches, and I finally have it. You have raised a very good question, and here's what the court will say to you, and this is the genius of law forward putting this forward, and I, and I, I think you need to give credit to them for finding this. The reality is that courts will tell you that they only decide cases and controversies brought before them. 
this particular element of controversy with regard to redistricting has not been brought before them. And that's why Scott, in his initial remarks, pointed out that, yeah, they found something. And that's why the court will say, this is the reason not to do it. Now, by the way, in future cases, this will cause problems for Democrats because we're the ones who have the town islands because we're in those places where cities kind of conglomerate around them in, in Dane County, et cetera, or Waukesha County, maybe a rare point where the Republicans will have a problem. But it is indeed something that they can hang their head on, that the U.S. Supreme Court cannot go back and go after them on. That's why this was such a genius move on the part of the plaintiffs through their attorney's law forward, and why the court will decide this, even though they people say, well, they've decided maps before. Scott and Chuck had this issue. The thing is, that particular controversy was not put in front of them. So it's actually a genius move by the attorneys and the plaintiffs. It will be decided by the court, I believe. And by the way, one of the things that I would say, technically, you're going to ask the Legislative Reference Bureau to do when you get in all these maps from around the state, they say, oh, my God, how are we going to handle this? What they will do is give it to them and say, we would like you to evaluate how many of these maps have no town islands. Boom. And that is going to be one of the things that they can put off to somebody else, and yet it doesn't get at the essential decision-making function of the court. And I think that with that kind of assistance and without a special master, I think you're going to get a map that people will be surprised at how close it will be between Democrats and Republicans having control of the legislature. And I think it will be a map where even before the next redistricting, which is not that far away, you might see majorities flip back and forth based upon how tight a state we are and what happens. But I think the town island issue, doing uh, getting assistance but not having a special master, and quick decision-making, the only thing, the rock on which the, 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 the light that they have to be watching for, the lighthouse light that this court has to be watching for is timing. They must move quickly. Or what will happen is Robin Voss will go to the U.S. Supreme Court and say, oh, ladies and gentlemen of the court, there's no timeline. We maybe for the next session, we could consider this. But for this go around, justices, we have to stop this because it just got to you here in mid-February. This court needs to make a decision, in my view, certainly no later than the end of January and preferably even before then. And I think with this pathway and without a special master, that's likely to happen. With a special master, there's going to be an appointment process. There's going to be time for them to get up to speed. They're going to say they're going to need to take their time. It's a disaster. They need to do their function, which is to act as the Supreme Court and take in as much professional and technical advice as they can along the way. Well, we'll see if the Supreme Court is going to be listening to Chuck Walla in 2024. See you next time. You've been listening to The Insider with Chuck Walla and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership.